0: Hi, I'm Peter Alsop, and this week's song to chew comes from my Peter Alsop album. It's called Junk Food Junkie. It was written by an old friend, Larry Gross, who some of you may know as the host and artistic director of Mountain Stage, a two-hour live music radio program produced by West Virginia Public Broadcasting on National Public Radio. I think I first heard Larry play Junk Food Junkie back in 1974. I loved it, and I asked him if I could put it on my first live album that I was recording at Bob Stain's Ice House in Pasadena. Larry graciously said, sure. It's about a health food advocate with a hidden sugar addiction who medicates himself uncontrollably with junk food and eventually overdoses alone in his room. In 1974, lots of folks still made fun of us hippies who ate healthy diets. So my version came out on Peaceable Records in 1975. The next year, Larry got a deal with Warner Brothers Records and actually had a top 10 hit with Junk Food Junkie when it was released as a novelty tune in 1976. I like to think I helped him get the word out about it. I played it at almost every one of my concerts back then. So now, let's listen to our song to chew for today, Junk Food Junkie.
1: Well, you know I love that organic cooking. I always ask for more. Well, they call me Mr. Natural on down to the health food store yeah i only eat good sea salt white sugar don't touch my lips and my friends is always begging me to take them on macrobiotic trips but at night i take down my strong box that i keep under lock and key and i take it off to the closet where nobody else can see I open the lid so slowly, take a peek up north and south. Then I pull out a Hostess Twinkie, and I pop it into my mouth. (laughs) In the daytime, I'm Mr. Natural, just as healthy as I can be. But at night, I'm a junk food junkie. Good Lord, have pity on me. Well, at lunchtime, you can always find me at the Whole Earth Vitamin Bar Just sucking on my plain white yogurt from a hand-thrown pottery jar Yeah, and sipping little hand-pressed cider with a carrot stick for dessert And wiping my face in a natural way on the sleeve of my peasant shirt But when that clock strikes midnight and I'm all by myself I'm working that combination on my secret hideaway shelf Take out my Frito's corn chips, Dr. Pepper, and a scooter pie. (laughs) Then I sit back in glorious expectation of a genuine junk food high. In the daytime, I'm Mr. Natural, just as healthy as I can be. But at night, I'm a junk food junkie. Good Lord, have pity on me. Well, my friends down at the commune, they think I'm pretty neat. Well, I don't know nothing about arts or crafts, but I give them all something to eat. Yeah, I'm a friend of old Yule Gibbons, and I only eat homegrown spice. I got a John Keats autographed Grecian urn filled up with my brown rice. But folks, lately I have been spotted with a Big Mac on my breath. <laughs> Stumbling into a Colonel Sanders with a face as white as death. I'm afraid someday they'll find me just stretched out on my bed with a handful of Pringles, potato chips, and a ding-dong by my head. In the daytime, I'm Mr. Natural, just as healthy as I can be. But at night, I'm a junk food junkie. Good Lord, have pity on me.
0: You can see why this song is considered a classic. Listening to it again reminds me of the newspaper article that came out around 1981 about the Breatharians, a group of people who advocated the idea that under the proper conditions, people can live without eating physical foods. They said that there was sufficient nutrients in the air to nurture and sustain us. Wiley Brooks, an American Breatharian guru who claimed to have not eaten for 19 years was discredited after he was spotted emerging from a fast food shop clutching a chicken pie. (laughs) Aside from the breatharian fraud, this song's concerns about eating well during the day and yet being addicted to sugars and fats and starches at night is still very relevant today. I know many of us can relate to hiding our little addictive secrets, right? We don't want our friends and family, the people who love us, to bust us for doing things that really aren't so healthy for us, so we hide and we tell ourselves, well hey, I'm not really doing anything wrong here. I mean, it's not against the law. And we usually have no trouble finding friends to share these little unhealthy, naughty practices with us, especially if we're the ones with the stash. And like all behaviors that can become addictive, eating included, we come up with a hundred reasons why what we're doing is really okay, even though science shows us that the damage we cause to our own physical health and spiritual selves can be pervasive and deadly. The root of all addictive behaviors lies in the sad, scared, angry, emotional pain that we feel and our search for ways to lessen or stop it. When we find something that works, something that medicates our pain, we begin to rely on it. It relieves our uneasiness, our dis-ease, as some people in addiction programs say. Our dis-ease resists letting us see the truth. Or when we become painfully honest with ourselves and admit that we are using a substance or a behavior to medicate our ill at easenesses our fear level rises as we get more and more afraid that we may end up face-to-face with our old deep pain again, so we continue to deny and compulsively medicate. As with any addictive behavior, after a while, the usual amount of our medicator is not enough to keep the pain at bay, so we need more and more to get the same results. Overdosing on potato chips and chocolate cream-filled cupcakes may not actually cause our death, but it's a contributing factor to obesity and diseases of the heart, liver, kidneys, and other organs. We're commonly caught in this type of bind, particularly when we're already hiding what we are doing in order to look good to others. Unfortunately, by the time this becomes apparent, we are usually a bit too far down the road to stop. Our more socially accepted medicators, such as Food, work, or exercise eventually need to be augmented with socially less acceptable medicators. We increase whatever we're doing, but as our hidden and secret fixes increase, with less and less success, we reach out for more powerful supplements and medicators such as sexually acting out or more potent illicit drugs. I think that's plenty to chew on for today. I'm Peter Alsop. Thanks for stopping by. I'll be back next week with another song to chew. Bye for now.